Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So tonight, it's eclipse time, or I should say technically tomorrow morning, since it's Monday right now, and Tuesday morning is when the eclipse is happening. So yes, on Election Day in the United States, we're going to be having a, ready for this name, Beaver Blood Moon Eclipse. And if that doesn't sound ominous enough for you, I'm not sure what I could make up that would. Let's deal with these words one piece at a time. First of all, beaver, because in November, and you know, each month or each rough period of the year is going to have its own modifiers. You know, there's sturgeon moons and harvest moons, and in this case, beaver moons. Beavers because it's this time of year when the beavers start to go into hibernation. So why is it a blood moon? And do keep in mind that it's not a beaver blood moon, it's a beaver blood moon, right? The blood is independent of the beaver. It's not beaver blood, okay? That's just not to be too nasty about it. But the reason it's a blood moon is actually the same reason that it's also an eclipse moon. In other words, you only have blood moons when you have eclipses. So to understand the one, you have to understand the other. So let's talk first about what an eclipse is. And look, of course, I know a lot of you already understand this stuff, and that's okay. You know, sometimes it's good to hear basic information again, and sometimes people don't know until they get told, oh, that's what it is? So the orbit of the Earth around the sun and the orbit of the moon around the Earth are not in a plane with each other. If they were, we'd have an eclipse every month. The reason we don't have an eclipse every month is precisely because they're offset a little bit. About five degrees, actually. And only when the Earth, big, passes in front of the moon, small, with respect to the sun, do you get a darkening of the moon's surface called an eclipse. So think of it this way. The Earth casts a shadow in space. Anything behind the Earth from the perspective of the sun is going to be in that shadow. And for a fairly short period of time, tomorrow morning, an hour and 25 minutes, as a matter of fact, the moon is going to be passing through the Earth's shadow. And that's why it's an eclipse. So the dark cone of shadow around the Earth is bigger than the moon, but not by a lot. It's actually 1.35 times as large, which means that there's only room for 1.3 moons in the full shadow of the Earth tonight. Now, the full shadow portion is actually called the umbra. That's the smallest version of the shadow cone. The penumbra is the larger version of the shadow cone that's created whenever the moon moves into a space where it can see part of the sun, but not all of the sun. Because the sun's diameter is so big, one side of the sun is shining on the moon at that point when it's in the penumbra, but the other side of the sun is not reaching it because of the shading of the Earth. If you happen to be standing on the moon in the penumbra, you'd see part of the sun. Just like at sunset or sunrise, you see part of the sun for a short period of time. The size of this penumbra is 2.4 times the diameter of the moon. And that's why the overall duration of even the partial eclipse going through the penumbra is actually almost six hours, five hours and 54 minutes to be exact. So if you had the chance to see it all, what you would see is a moon that is brightly lit up as all of the sun is hitting it and reflecting back towards us. 
Then you would see a moon that is slightly darkening. It's very hard to tell the difference, but it would be slightly darkening because it's getting not quite full sunlight from the sun. And then as a portion of that moon enters the umbra, that portion of it is going to be dark. It's actually going to be very dark or appear very dark because of the contrast with your eyes, but it's actually red. And then it will move into the umbra where it will be fully red. And then after about an hour and 25 minutes, it'll move back out of the umbra and you'll start to see it bright again on a portion. And then it'll move fully into the penumbra, which will be again that slightly darkened, semi-shaded from the sun. And then it'll move entirely out. Now, questions abound about this that people sometimes wonder. For example, can you ever have a lunar eclipse when it's not a full moon? And the answer is no. It has to be a full moon, and here's why. A full moon is when the moon is on the far side of the Earth from the sun. And so what we see is the full cross-section of the moon reflected back to the Earth. That's what makes it a full moon. And if you think about it, in order to be on the other side of the Earth, in order to be in the shadow or the umbra of the Earth, it would have to be a full moon. In other words, it can't hide behind the Earth if it's not full, before and after the eclipse. That's also, by the way, if you're looking up at the moon and let's say it's a half moon, you know, half light, half dark, you always know where the sun is because the sun is directly perpendicular to or in the direction of the light. So if you're seeing a full moon, then you know the sun is behind you. If you see a half moon, then you know the sun is in the direction where the light is pointing because light has to come from the sun. But what about the blood coloring? What about the redness? Well, simply put, this is refraction of light. You know, when light travels through the atmosphere of the earth, the particles and dust and debris that are in the air tend to filter it and make it bounce and change wavelengths. Shorter or higher frequency wavelengths are blue and violet. Those get filtered out. Slower, longer wavelengths, red, are allowed through. They go through the atmosphere of the Earth. They bounce off of the moon a little bit because the, because the angle is changed ever so slightly. And that's why you get a red or a blood-colored moon. It's the same basic reason why the sunrise and the sunset are such different vivid colors because instead of the sun traveling through a very thin layer of atmosphere, the light is actually traveling through a significant amount of surface atmosphere, and as it's traveling, it gets filtered, the blue goes away, and the red continues through. So from the perspective of somebody who happened to be standing on the moon, you'd be seeing a sunrise-type effect around the curvature of the Earth. One of the challenges for people who are watching the moon tonight, and oh, by the way, because I didn't say it at the beginning, I'll say it now, the time this all begins is 3.02 Eastern time. That's when the beginning of the penumbral eclipse starts. At 4.09 Eastern time, you have the partial eclipse. It moves into the umbra. The full eclipse starts at 5.16 Eastern time. The largest portion of the full eclipse is actually at 5.59 a.m. Eastern Time. The full eclipse ends at 6.41 Eastern Time. The partial eclipse ends at 7.49. And the partial penumbral eclipse ends at 8.56 a.m. For all of those numbers, take off an hour in the central, two hours in the mountain, and three hours in the Pacific time zone. In any case, I hope that kind of clarifies things for you. And regardless of whether you understand it or not, if you get up early tomorrow morning, we'll all be looking up in the sky, marveling at this wild red moon, experiencing an eclipse condition. Something that's fascinated people for as long as there have been people. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.